Bill O'Reilly here, Monday, January 31st, 2022. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. The nation's police under attack. Wages rise for workers. Most voters want President Biden to consider all possible nominees for the Supreme Court. The Black Lives Matter organization buys a communist mansion in Canada. Also ahead, do you care about kids? Many of our politicians do not. But first, at least 10 police officers were injured or killed in the line of duty just last week. Two cops died in New York City. Another eight were shot in St. Louis, Houston, Milwaukee, and Kentucky. Homicides nationwide up 44% compared to 2019. The White House blames the violent crime wave on COVID, but it is the insane progressive politicians that are causing the lethal damage. Workers' paychecks across the country rising 4.3% in the fourth quarter. The average wage now stands at 31 bucks an hour, up $1.33 in one year. Economists cite the rise of people refusing to go back to work for the higher wages and COVID entitlements provided by the government. They include unemployment benefits, rent relief, food stamps, and more. There are currently 10 million vacant jobs available in the USA. New poll from ABC News says a majority of Americans want the president to pick a Supreme Court nominee based on merit, not skin color. 76% think Mr. Biden should, quote, consider all qualified nominees. Just 23% want him to automatically select a black woman for the bench, which is what he's doing. Does Joe Biden care about what the American people think? Apparently not. The Black Lives Matter organization transferring $8 million to buy a mansion in Toronto. The 10,000-square-foot house was once the headquarters of the Communist Party of Canada. The money comes from donations made to BLM. The group is largely unaccountable as to how it spends the donations. Nobody really knows where all that money is going. In a moment, millions of American children are being hurt by progressive politicians. Right back. Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundations in the Line of Duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America, over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings and barbecues, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day, hurting the kids. In the 1950s, American school children celebrated the coming of summer with a poem. 
No more pencils, no more books, no more teachers' dirty looks. Today, the dirty looks are cast at traditional grading, as much as changed in the nation's public school systems. Progressive policies that harm children are being installed around the country, and few know about it because there's no media coverage. Let's analyze one of the big things, the elimination of grades. According to leftist philosophy, traditional grading is racist because some minority students are deprived and cannot compete with privileged white children. And there is some truth to that. I saw it firsthand while teaching high school in a ghetto north of Miami, Florida. The progressive solution is to eliminate A to F evaluations and replace them with a totally subjective, does the student understand the classwork mandate? That system allows the teacher vast power because there's no specific academic baseline. Also, many schools are under pressure to promote kids even if they don't know anything, and the teachers understand that. Those who embrace this soft academic approach justify it by citing slavery, ongoing societal bias, and anti-American grievance in general. But the real reason so many minority children don't compete well in school is poor parenting. The same goes for white and Native American students. In fact, few children of any race can succeed academically if they live in chaotic homes with parents who do not care about them. That is the truth. And unless the public school system acknowledges that truth, children in terrible circumstances will not prosper. I mean, how could they possibly compete with the white privilege crew? And if young Americans cannot compete, what is likely to happen to them? You don't need a PhD in math to answer that question. The largest school district in the country, New York City, spends more than $28,000 per student each year. Yet most kids cannot master math or English. The average Catholic school spends half that, and those students perform much better academically. Why? Simple. Parents who pay to send their kids to Catholic schools obviously care about academic discipline because that's what most private schools provide. Public schools often do not foster discipline. And now in New York City, classroom attendance is no longer even required for academic evaluation, nor is civil conduct. The cold reality is that progressive educational zealots are setting up deprived kids for lifelong failure. What a colossal mistake. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve the message by writing it. If you would like more honest news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com, where you can see me on television each night. In a moment, something you might not know. Hey, guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here, inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign, and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. 
I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're going to get this country back. Because make no mistake, we are currently in a war for the future of America, and you cannot win a war unless you're willing to speak the truth. If you want standard conservative talking points, this podcast is not for you. But if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. America is the wealthiest country in the history of the world. Total worth in the USA topped $141 trillion last year and is expected to pass $150 trillion by the end of the decade. So how does all that money break down with the population? Here are the zip codes with the highest incomes in America. Number 10, Naples, Florida. The average household there takes in $800,000 a year. Next, 90210 Beverly Hills, followed by the Chicago suburb of Kenilworth, Illinois. Number seven, Palo Alto, California, Silicon Valley. Folks there average a million dollars a year. The sixth spot goes to Medina, Washington. The average home on the outskirts of Seattle sells for $6 million. Top five, Milneck, New York on the North Shore of Long Island, followed by Palm Beach, Florida. Number three, 94027 Atherton, California, just outside Palo Alto. The area's 5,000 residents earn an average of $1.7 million per person. Second place, 10007 Tribeca, New York. Folks in the lower Manhattan neighborhood average $2 million per household. A condo in Tribeca will set you back at least $4 million, and that's not even a big one. And the wealthiest zip code in America, 33109 Fisher Island, Florida. The tiny community located off the southern tip of Miami Beach. The neighborhood is only accessible by helicopter or private boat. Oprah lived there. Other famous residents include members of the Vanderbilt family, tennis star Andre Agassi, actress Julia Roberts. And this just in, Oprah recently sold her four-bedroom Fisher Island apartment for $20 million. And here's something else you might not know. While the country's wealthiest residents live a lifestyle of luxury, the poorest 20% of U.S. citizens are richer than the average European middle-class person. They have better access to health care and enjoy twice the living space compared to people in France, Germany, and Italy. Back after this. Did you know every day is a perfect day for peace of mind? With American Home Shield warranty, you are covered for unexpected breakdowns like leaky faucets or faulty water heaters. Choose a plan that fits your budget and rest easy knowing repairs and replacements are taken care of. Simply contact American Home Shield when an issue arises and their trusted pros will handle it according to your coverage. Don't let worries about appliances and home systems weigh you down. Celebrate the reassurance of protection. Don't worry, be warranty. For 20% off plans, visit 
ahs.com slash bill. For more details, see ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product is being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty, which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you. <laughs> 